Welcome to Prima's podcast. My name is Shonda Ragland. I manage the education programs at the Public Risk Management Association. Today, Candy Worley will discuss bridging the gap, working with and recruiting different generations in the workplace. Candy brings real-world experience from many industries, including training, retail, customer service, restaurant, entertainment, management, youth ministry, and Candy is a business owner. She has been speaking for over 25 years and has owned SBG Services, LLC, for 15 years. Candy is involved with the National Speakers Association, NSA. She was a past member on the NSA Chapter Leadership Committee and the National Educational Committee. She has also served on the Board of Directors and was the 2007-2008 President of the NSA Kansas City Chapter. We will also be joined by Danica Williams, a member of Prima's education and training team. Danica will moderate the discussion. Enjoy the podcast. Candy, thank you so much for joining us today. Our first question, what is the work ethic and motivation for each of the generations in the workplace? Well, Danica, it is, they're so different. They are so different. And today we're going to talk about really the boomers, the baby boomers, the Xers, and the millennials. We've got that I generation coming up, but they're not quite in the workplace yet. So we'll just be basically talking about those three generations. And here's what I have learned when I do my workshop on bridging the gap and the generational differences. What I hear time and time again from the boomers is what is important to them with their their workplace ethics is dedication and getting the job done. They are so dedicated, and they, when they say getting the job done, they mean they stay till 10 o'clock at night <laughs> if they have to get the job done then. So very different. But then you start hearing from the Xers, and what's important to them, their workplace ethic is work-life balance. Because here's what's happened. They have seen the boomers be so dedicated and get the job done that they've honestly gotten burnout. And they've gotten so stressed with that dedication a lot of times, which is causing heart disease. And it's, it's, it's sad, but it's true. And I always tell my boomers, you know, they got to watch out for that. But my exers, It's work-life balance. They want to be home with that family. Then you get to the millennials, and here's what they say every single time, Danica. They work smarter, not harder. And it's so funny. When I do this workshop, as you know, I did it for Prima, and everybody just laughs. Work smarter, not harder, because you know they're so technology savvy, they can do things way quicker. So that's what I've heard a lot with the the work ethic and what motivates each generation. It's very, very different. What are the top three burning questions that individuals from the different generational groups ask during your workshops? Well, this is this is one of my very fur my favorite questions when we look at the burning questions. And I'm gonna tell you across the board doesn't matter what part of the United States I'm in teaching this, the number one burning questions Burning question, the boomer asks 
the millennials is why do you feel so entitled? Why do you feel so entitled? Now listen, the the millennials gasped <laughs> when when the boomers asked this, but it happens every single time. And let me tell you what how the millennials answer. Are you ready? They say you raised us. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then the boomers gasp, <laughs> and they say, you raised us. You gave us a trophy whenever we just participated. We didn't even have to win to get a trophy. You told us we could be anything, anywhere that we wanted to be. And you constantly praised us and constantly gave us feedback. Because here's the thing. Boomers want to give their millennial children everything they didn't get when they were growing up. And so the boomers should not be surprised when the millennials are like, I want, I want, I want, and I want it now. (laughs) They don't believe in tenure. They don't believe you have to work at a job for 20 years to get promoted. They believe in if I'm doing a great job, then I need to be promoted, and I need to be promoted now. And another thing that the boomers have to know, listen, boomers, you're working with millennials, they like feedback. Now, I've asked them, how often do you need feedback? And they, the millennials say, you know what, maybe once a week, maybe once every other week, but I need to know that I'm on the right track and I'm doing a good job, period. Not that hard. And see, boomers were were in the workplace, in the organization, they were lucky to get an annual review or a biannual review. And millennials are like, yeah, that's not going to (laughs) work. And and now looking at the other side, millennials, and I'm going to tell you, Xers will ask the baby boomers this question too, why don't you like to change? Why don't you like to change? And I'm going to tell you, Danica, I tell my, my millennials right then and there, boomers have gone through more change than you will ever see in a lifetime. Boomers had to learn cell phones. Boomers had to learn computers. Boomers had to learn social media. <laughs> so it's, it, when they say, why don't you like to change, they'll say, we've had more change than you'll ever know, and we're tired. <laughs> they'll say, we're tired of change. But they say, we're willing to change, and I love this because this has been said uh, more than half a dozen times. The boomers will say, we like change, but please be patient. Please be patient with us. So I just think that's Interesting. Those were those were like the top burning questions that I get asked across the country. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. I would like to take a moment and invite you to attend our last 2016 Prima Enterprise Risk Management ERM training session. This training will take place November 29th and 30th in Phoenix, Arizona. Here are some words from Prima's ERM faculty member, Robin Flint, regarding why risk management professionals should attend Prima's ERM training. An enterprise-wide approach to risk management enables a public entity to consider the potential impact of all types of risk on all of its indices, processes, activities, stakeholders, products, or services. 
Second, ERM enables a public entity's risk management initiatives to deliver outputs, including compliance with applicable governance requirements, assurance to stakeholders regarding the management of risk, and overall improved decision-making. Third, and what I deem as most important, participants will learn how ISO 31000, or ERM, aligns a public entity's risk management strategy with the organization's goals and objectives. To learn more about Prima's ERM training, please visit primacentral.org. Now back to Candy and Danica. Now, Candy, what are the do's and don'ts to working with each of the generations? Well, here's what's interesting. As I go through this question, because as you know, you saw me teaching this Bridging the Gap, and I break the generations up into their generations so they can be working with their generation, answering the questions, and, and across the board, each generation will say, do not micromanage us. The boomers, the Xers, the millennials all say that. Do not micromanage us. Please just give us the job and let us do it. We don't need to be told how to do it. So I think that's very important to all my risk managers out there. When you're working with all the generations, micromanaging is old school. So stop doing that if you're doing it. Now the boomers, they will distinctly say, don't talk down to us. Don't talk down to us. Just because we're a little older, don't patronize us. Don't talk down to us. And that tells me that some of that is going on in places. And then the do for the boomers is please be patient, as I said before. Be patient with us. It might take us a little longer, but we can do it. The Xers, and it goes right back up to their work ethic, on their do's, their please allow us to work at home too. It's that work-life balance. They want to get the job done, but here's what the Xers say. I can still put my children to bed and still continue to do the job. So theirs is Xers don't micromanage, do allow us to work at home too. And the millennials, on their do is, and they say this every time, Danica, please trust us and respect us. Trust us and respect us to do the job. We are probably going to do it a little bit differently. Back to that technology savvy. They're going to do it a little bit differently, but please trust us. They say that every time. And they also say, again, don't micromanage. And the other do is ask us for help. And I think that's very interesting because there's a new concept, a new concept. Danica, I probably did the research on this just maybe a year or two ago, and it's called reverse mentoring, reverse mentoring. And I'm telling you, the millennials, this is what it's all about. It's reverse mentoring. It's having our millennials mentor our boomers, mentor our boomers on technology and doing things differently. There was a great article last year 
on, um, it was one of, I believe it was Ford. It was a dealership that they were practicing reverse mentoring. They were actually hiring 16, 17, 18-year-olds on a part-time basis. You know, they couldn't have them full-time. On a part-time basis to teach the baby boomers how to use their technology in their cars. It was amazing. And it was effective. And the boomers, I mean, the boomers now know how to use their technology in the car because of these 16-year-olds. That's called reverse mentoring. So it, it's, it's just about ask. They said, ask us for help. I thought that was so interesting with them. Now, finally, you have been presenting the topic of generational differences for more than five years now. Have you seen any changes in the dynamics of your presentations between the generations? I absolutely have. And it has just been, it has been so eye-opening that in 2017, because I'm developing it right now, I am changing the way that I teach this course. I said before that I, when I'm teaching the session in a breakout session, I am very interactive, as you saw, and I said I break the generations up into their generations so they can discuss the burning questions, the do's and don'ts, the ethics, their workplace ethics. Well, the change that I've seen and the change that I'm going to have in my presentation is I'm not going to just break them up into the boomer group, the Xer group, the Y, the millennial group. I'm going to break them up into two separate groups, the older boomers, the younger boomers, older Xers, younger Xers, older millennials, younger millennials, because there is becoming a distinct difference in their answers. And I've just noticed it probably in the last one or two years. I've noticed that some of the boomers will say when we're debriefing the questions, they'll hear the Xers answers and they'll say under their breath, oh, I belong over there. And even some of the Xers will hear the answers of the millennials and they'll say, I belong over there. Well, it's because we're looking at around a 20-year age group. In reality, it's really, it should be 10 years. The older boomers are more like the traditionals, which is uh, the older um, generation. The younger boomers are a little bit more techno-savvy, more like the Xers. And then, and then you, you jump to the millennials, and there's been research done that the millennials are even are even split. And, and Danica, I think you're a millennial. I think yes, you I are. am. I remember. Yeah. I'm a 90s millennial. <laughs> See? And you might even feel like, uh, and here's why I hear it. I hear the millennials will say, oh, I don't feel entitled. Remember that burning question? I don't feel entitled. That's the generation under me. We'll see. They're talking about the younger millennials. The younger millennials go on their own path. The older millennials tend to go on their parents' path, what their parents told them they 
should do. I've got my, my two fingers up. We're quoting should do. <laughs> what the older millennials, what they should do. So there's two separate paths. On the millennials, there's really kind of a rebellious path, the rebellious millennials. And then on the other side, it's like, no, I'm going to get my nine to five job and I'm going to have, you know, two and a half children, you know, two children, three children and be like my mom and dad. So I am seeing, I'm seeing a huge difference with older versus younger. I'm seeing that that's a huge difference right now. Candy, it is always a delight listening to you speak about bridging the gap. Thank you so much for taking time to speak with us. Thank you. It's so much fun. And, and I'm just noticing, you know, primas uh, across the country are just really grabbing on, grabbing on to this particular talk because we have three generations in the workplace and now we've got a fourth generation. They are 18 years old, the iGen generation, and they're coming. And so I tell all my other generations, you better buckle up. They're coming. <laughs> we have reached the end of our podcast. Thanks so much, Candy and Danica. Please visit the Prima website to listen to other Prima podcasts, join upcoming Prima webinars, read Prima blogs, and learn about additional Prima educational resources. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and our very own Prima Talk. Have a wonderful day.